I make that the bit? All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, um, I was just enjoying the Deadpool 3 trailer when uh, Chema uh, came in with the incorrect opinion that he doesn't like the fact that uh, Hugh Jackman is returning for one more film. Uh, yeah, um, that is my thought, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I, am... I, I, I partially do agree with you. I remember when I first found out that Hugh Jackman was coming back. You can go back on the group text. I'm like, I kind of don't like it because, like, Logan was the perfect send-off. You, you, like, on Telegram, you can go back. I remember saying that. Yeah. But Look, every day that passes, every day I dislike Logan more. What? I I don't I don't like the movie, but it is a good send-off to Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. A performance that has been over uh overrated day by day, over love for literally no reason besides just you know, people love their nostalgia. I am ready. I am ready for a new actor to play Wolverine. I this is not a bad. I am not. Uh, I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers. This is my genuine opinion. I think uh, as good Hugh Jackman was good as Wolverine. He was good, but I think people are like a little too um, uh, <clears throat> are like, oh, he's perfect. We don't know if he's perfect. We haven't seen anyone else in the role. How are we gonna know? How would we know? When? Oh, but oh, but oh, but uh, but but uh, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. We we never know. We'll never know. We'll never know how someone else could do the role, unless we see someone else do the role. So, and I think we're ready. Okay, I think we're ready. So I, I could be wrong. I, I, someone can correct me on this. Hugh Jackman played Wolverine for the first time in the year two thousand. Yeah, he's going to play him one more time in the year twenty twenty four. That's 24 years across, I would say, what, nine appearances? So nine, 10 appearances now. This man wants to sing and dance. Let him sing and dance. This man wakes up every day and is like, God damn it, I have to go to the gym again. I want to sing and dance. Leave me alone. Like, Do you know one of the main reasons why he quit being Wolverine? Because was he wanted to sing and dance, like we've been known. No, 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 but it was because of the toll it was taking on his body. He was like, dude, the workouts yeah. are crazy, and then I'm tired. I want to eat a burger and not feel like shit afterwards. Yeah. That was his actual reasoning, was like, I'm done. Just please stop, please. Uh, but he but apparently Ryan Reynolds had such a great pitch that he was like, fuck it, fine, I'm back for one more. I don't think he had a great pitch. I think Disney had a big check, <laughs> if I'm honest. Oh, God damn it. I would like to believe that uh, there are some people that are beyond money. I would like to believe that, too. Well, we'll see. We'll know on May. Is that yeah. when it comes out? Oh, July. July. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll know in July. Right. Good. Yeah. Good. Pay the right. Uh, um, let's go from talking about the gold that is that will be Deadpool, Deadpool 3. Deadpool and Wolverine. And let's talk about the hunk of shit that is Saltburn. Chema, hit the intro. Oh, we're doing Saltburn? Oh, or do you want to do Percy? I was ready to do Percy. I had like I I I had a whole setup. Holy shit. Okay, fine. We'll do Percy and then now I want your ass with Saltburn, friend. I know, I know, I know. Because uh, I have actual fucking notes of like, let's go. Yeah, well, I have fucking this, you know, I'm that I'm like 
You know. Wait, did you finish it? Did you finish the show? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll do Salburn later in the week. Let's just... Uh, I. It's better if we do uh, Percy now because it's fresh in my, in my head, in, in your head and everything. Yeah. Gemma, hit the intro, motherfucker. Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm I'm going with Eddie. Yeah, I'm going with Eddie. Sure. Uh, this reviewing Percy Jackson and the Olympians season one. This is the rollback. Worlds collide. Accident prone teenager uh, Percy discovers he's actually a demigod, the son of Poseidon, and he is needed when Zeus's lightning is stolen. Percy must master his newfound skills in order to prevent a war between the gods that could devastate the entire world. So this is the adaptation. Full season, eight episode, Disney Plus show uh, adapting the first book in the Percy Jackson and the Olympian series by Rick Riordan. Rick Riordan was actually involved in this adaptation. He helped write a few of the episodes and he was involved in how it was adapted, starring Walker Scoville, Leah Sava Jeffries, Ariane Simadri, Virginia Cole, uh, Glenn Thurman, Jason Mansukas, and other Adam Copeland and uh, Manush stood as these colorful characters. So I have made it no secret of how fan, how big of a fan I am of these books. And to me, they were always the the golden goose, like something that could be huge because the books are huge and they are weirdly very, very popular. And Viron is such a strong presence. And it's so cool to finally see an adaptation done right of these stories and these characters that I love so much. Now, um, I'm going to recall something that I told you uh, a few a few weeks ago, and that Whataburger. Uh-huh. Uh, when I told you that I was really excited, you were you were like, yeah, but like, are you excited? Like, how, how good could it be? Like, uh, the movie's not bad. And I was like, no, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going to paint you the same picture. Imagine, like, you love Batman. Uh-huh. But imagine everything you have about Batman is just a comics. There's no animated series. There's no video games. There's no movies. There's no graphic. No, it's just the comics. It's just the comics. Batman uh-huh. only exists as a comic book character. Uh-huh. And then you hear they're going to make a movie and you get so excited. And you're like, man, I love Batman. Like, I love all the mythology. I love all the characters. I love everything. Like, it's going to be so cool. I can't wait to see how they do the suit. I can't wait to see how they do all that. And then you see it and it's Batman and Robin. And then you have to be like, uh, like, but but it's but it's not Batman. But it's not like it. He's saying he's Batman, but like, what is this? And then you have to watch everyone around you being like, "That was so fun. That was so. That was so much fun. That was yay. It was harmless. I can't wait to show it to my kids." And you're like, "No, no, no. But like, but like, the 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 mythology and the story and like." There's so much here. They're like, ah, words, reading, yeah. drawings. It's for kids. Like, 
Like, oh my God, they made him hot. It's like, no, he's not supposed to be like, what? no. And, then, and you have to be like that. You have to be like, no, for like, when did the movie come out? The movie come out in like 2012? What, 20, no, before that, yeah, like 2011, like 2010, 2011. So I, I have to be like, for like 14 years, I have been like, but, 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 but the books. And then finally, Eddie. Mm -hmm. I am so used to giving and I finally I got to receive I got to receive man Freezing. here's how far I go back okay uh -huh. this is my copy of the lightning thief okay oh. look at this book okay it's wall it's worn okay it's, that book looks beat to shit it's bit to shit you know why because I've had this since I was like I don't know like 12 Maybe it's Damn. a well-loved book. Okay. It's a well-loved book. I read it a lot. I lent it to people. People gave it back. I lent it to, it was such a beautiful moment when I was teaching middle school and I got to lend this to one of my students because uh -huh. he wanted to learn to read something in English. Uh -huh. And he was the age that I was when I first read it. Uh huh. Like imagine that. Imagine the fact that these got to survive all of this. And I got to sit down and watch the first couple episodes holding this book in my hands while I was watching it. And this show is not perfect. It's not. I'm going to be as fair to this as I was to the One Piece show, okay? No, 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 no. Be, be kind to it, Chema. All right? I'm, go I'm going to be kind to it. it. You will defend it. I'm going to be kind to it because it's, it's a lot of things that, that, that does right, but it's a few things... That I hope gets gets some fine tuning come season two. So uh, that was my introduction. I'm gonna let you go first, and I, I, because I want to know what did you think? Because you have it more fresh in your head. What did you think about the first season of Percy Jackson and the Olympian of the Olympians adapting the first book, The Lightning Thief? Uh okay. Yeah. Be very clear about this. This series is not a part of my childhood. I don't have any nostalgia for it. Yeah. I have no dog in the fight or horse in the race when it comes to Percy Jackson, Percy Jackson, the Olympians. So that said, it was better than fine, probably good, not great. But also again, I don't have any personal connection. I don't have Percy Jackson. I have Harry Potter. Like that was yeah. the thing I connected to. That's when that show comes out, I will not miss a fucking episode. It won't come so, out, but yeah. If if they ever make it. They probably will. Max is going to need to lean on that show. But anyway, that said, um, no tribalism here. I'm not saying Harry Potter, fuck Percy Jackson. I'm not saying that. I'm saying yeah. from an outsider's perspective, the show was good. I wouldn't say great, but good. I say I will say this, though. Walker Scobell is yes. a hell of an actor. I think he encapsulated the Percy Jackson role. I think he made it great. I think he played a very believable, like 12, 13 year old kid. Um, I think he did. A, I think he did a great job with the source material. Um, again, is the show perfect? No, I think the show is great. Not because of the premise, but more or less how it updates certain mythology. That was my big interest. The fact that they made Medusa a Southern belle, the fact that they made Ares, the god of war, fucking edge Adam Copeland, the wrestler. 
the okay. fact that uh, that Lance Reddick is Zeus is somehow perfect. Like it's weirdly perfect. Yeah. Like they make these Greek gods who you're used to seeing in either like togas or suits, and they update them to like modern mythology to where it's like Poseidon is a dad who's wearing like a weird knit shirt and khakis. Yeah. It's weird, but I like it. But the thing is, that there is also this not borderline steampunk uh, look to it with the weapons and what they do and the adventures they go on. This feels like a book. This feels like a multi-chapter thick book with a lot of character development throughout. It feels like an adventure. It feels like a good coming-of-age story. This feels like something I don't love, but I know my kids would, and that's more than enough. Hell yeah, and uh, I think uh, look the movies also. By the way, yeah, no, 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 and and thank you. Yeah, like I've been waiting for this for so long. Like I wanted an adaptation like this for so long. But here's the thing: between me wanting an adaptation and me actually getting, I grew up a lot. My taste is my tastes have changed. Tastes have evolved. Now, have I always had a soft spot? For Percy and the gang? Yes. Because, you know, I didn't read just one book. I read the second one. And I read the third one. And I read the fourth one. And I read the fifth one. Okay? You and then... Sixth, I'm so curious. What? Will, will there be a sixth? I'm just curious. Dude. You're not ready for what I'm about, what I'm about to drop, drop on you. I know this is... I know it's a universe, right? So after the fifth, the five books, there's a little spin-off series called the Kane Chronicles, featuring the Kane siblings who hail from Egyptian mythology. And these two, you know, they exist, they exist somewhere around. They're in San Francisco, they're chilling. And then after these three, the, these two have like their own little adventure. There's this little book called The Lost Hero, which um throws this new trio on us called Jason, Piper, and uh, Leo, Baldis, uh, and they're like, hey, like, what, what's happening? What, 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 what's, what are we doing? Hey, what's, what's this camp? And this starts a new series called The Heroes of Olympus with seven main characters, including Percy and Annabeth, because it brings a, six, a seventh book and then an eighth book called The Mark of Athena. And then The House of Hades. And then The Blood of Olympus, which finishes the series. And then you think, man, Chama, those are 13 books. You maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that was enough. And you think you'd, you'd be right. You'd be absolutely right. I see those eight books in the much. fucking background. So then the those uh those 13 books end. And you're like, well, everything is fine and dandy. Let me just keep going. And then Rick is like, I'm going to write a new series. And we're like, yay, Rick. I can't wait to see what new thing you're going to come up with next. And he comes up with this new series called The Magnus Chase and the Gods of Asgard, which is another trilogy. And then you're thinking, Chase, Magnus Chase? Where's that? Where have I heard that last name before? This is a cousin of Annabeth having a little story of his own. And he's staying in Hotel Valhalla with the rest of the of the gods of uh, of Asgard. Um, and there's a huge tree in the middle because it's a tree of life. And then 
then uh, those three books came out and we were like, yay, Rick, thank you so much. I am well fed. That, that, that is wonderful, Rick. Thank you. And then Rick is like, you like that shit? And I was like, Rick, I love that shit. This might be like the, the Magnus Chase trilogy might be better than the original Percy Jackson books. Like you're fucking lying. Like you, 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 you don't have more. And he's like, I have more. I was like, you don't have more. You have more. Yes. This is, oh God. This is the Trials of Apollo. And it's another five book series where the God Apollo is a main character and he gets sent to earth to act like a, to live like a human because he, uh, he stole, uh, he stole Seuss's woman. So uh Seuss is not happy and like uh pretty much forces him to uh to go to Earth where he gets the help from Percy and other characters that have shown up all throughout the series. And all the characters that showed and we love keep evolving, they keep growing up here. Some of them die, if you can believe that. What? Did just eat nod yes or not no on the screen because you don't want to say it out loud. Does Percy Jackson die in that book series? No, Percy Jackson does not die. Okay. Percy Jackson is still alive kind of canonically. Um now you would think, Chema, that's enough. For love and of God, stop. I would tell you, yes, that is enough for now. There is a new series that just started. I haven't read it yet. Uh, but two books have come out and I'm trying to not not drown myself in this, but this is just my weird way of saying that I love Rick and I love the world that he's created. So it's what I'm it's how I'm trying to say that my expectations were a little high, a little high. Uh, but in the same way that you are a bit impartial towards CC, I am a bit impartial towards this project. Which That's is fair. why, which is why, when it started, I wanted to love every single second of it. And when I, when there was a moment where I didn't love it, I tried to kind of lie to myself and be like, no, 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 I, I, I do like it. I just, I have to like, you know, just let it marinate a bit. And I do have my criticism of the show, but I think overall it's a good start. It's a good way to start, uh, and we'll see how they decide to take it. But there are some things that do need change um yeah see it's funny because i don't think i can spot those things because i'm not a fan of the book series for all i know yeah. this is a hundred percent accurate and it's perfect i have nothing to go off of it's very much uh it is very tied to the book but there are things that uh, that were changed i think for good reason and i think like in a way that makes sense story-wise and there are some things that were changed for no reason that i think do not fit the tone at all uh what, what i will let's start with the negatives because we have a lot to praise yeah uh i think my biggest problem with the show is the tone i think it's too serious i think it's too serious i think there's a lot of scenes with a lot of talking and no background music and no jokes and no them acting a lot like kids i think there's a lot of scenes where they take everything too seriously and I thought that was a little negative because this is fun. This is a fun series. Like, I didn't read this because I was crying while reading it. I read this because I was laughing. Like, Percy is such a sass master. And he has some moments in, this, uh, in the show 
but mostly it's kind of serious and pensive and a lot of and with a lot of silences and it's a moment where I feel like oh I like a joke should be here but it's not and I don't know why because like Rick is involved in this and like the other people involved are also a fan of the book so like I don't know what what made that but there, but there were a few moments where, where I was like oh like it's it's a little rough um now it's not the kids' fault. Like they are doing their best with the material they're given, but I just think like the pacing is a little cold, oh. and so- sometimes it's a little. Yeah. Uh, my other really big problem is that these kids—they're really good actors. They are, but again, what they're being told to say, I don't think was great. Like bar the last episode, uh, something that I straight up did not like was that they always knew what was happening. Like when they show up to to Medusa's house, immediately they go like, "Oh, look, it's Medusa's house, obviously." And it's like, "No, in the book they come in, Medusa lets them in. It, it takes like a little bit of time for them to be like, "Why are there so many statues here? Like, what's happening? You know, like it takes yeah. them like a little bit of time. Uh, same thing with uh, when they get to when they get to the casino. Same thing. Like they get there and it's like." We can't eat the uh like like anything because like we're gonna fall asleep because in the Odyssey it's like Annabeth, like chill, like we're supposed to learn that later. Like we're supposed to fall into the spell for a second, and you know, and then we go there. Um I think there was a lot of exposition going on mm-hmm. where I think uh honestly, I think the show would have benefited from 10 episodes instead of eight or like 12 episodes or something. Just because, uh, first of all, I think Percy left the camp a little too fast. Like, we're supposed to know the camp a little bit more. We're supposed to stay in there for, like, a little bit longer. Uh, I think, uh, I don't know. Uh, there's some issues with pacing that, that I think also, like, biggest problem. But other than that, uh, those are my only problems because the rest is all fucking praise. See, and it's weird because to me, it so you and me, one, I, I think it's fair to say you and me have never done two things. Neither one of us has ever written a full-fledged book, and neither one of us has ever had to adapt our book into TV. So yeah. I think it's possible that um we don't know, we don't get the process. Yeah, like like maybe there are some things that like because there are some things that translate from book to reader that makes sense that you can't do in a TV show, you know, you can't imply certain things. There's not extra text telling us Percy was kind of mysterious questioning. Why are there so many statues? Is, is there a legend here that, that he can connect this to? There's not that focus there. If that makes sense. Um, or that setting, if that makes sense. Um, so I think that is part of it. I understand what you're saying. I just think maybe on the other side of the coin, that's where they're coming from. As far as like, yeah. why are there so many statues here? Maybe that could be it. I could be wrong, but maybe that's yeah, uh, yeah. And there's uh, and there is uh, like 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 I said, I think they're gonna grab all the because I'm not the only one that that that, that thinks this. Like I am seeing that this is a common criticism of, of the show. So I am thinking that they're gonna listen to that and work with it come next season. Yeah, uh, because the next the next step the next book uh, the Sea of Monsters is pure fun. Like it's pure. 
mm-hmm. insanity. And I really want to see it like adapted. I think it's going to have a lot of, a lot of fun parts. Um, well, well, big thing yeah. in, this, in this first book, in the first saga, I'm going to call it a saga, the Lightning Thief saga, uh, is yeah. the fact that it's a whodunit. It's partially a mystery. It's a journey, but also partially like, who stole the Thunderbolt? In yeah. the next one, was it the Sea Monsters? uh the the sea of monsters yeah sea of monsters okay yeah is it it also who done it or is it more like street journey so every every book has uh has a quest and in in the the beginning of the quest the oracle tells like the the quester tells them like a like what what person's always saying like you shall go west and return what was lost and you shall be betrayed by someone who calls you friend you know like they have like a like a like an outline yeah. And it's always fun in every book to like figure out what the oracle meant because mm-hmm. it's always like a uh what's gonna happen, you know? Yeah. Uh so Percy uh, yeah. initially when we meet him, he's out of school, he's the weird kid, because obviously fucking if they we have a protagonist, they are the weird kid. Um yeah. he's the weird kid, he gets tossed out after his best friend Grover betrays him and says, oh, no, he fucking pushed her. And then he gets taken to Camp Half-Blood, which, as it turns out, Grover is his actual guardian. Uh, yeah. Kind of pushed him out. Um, I really like the sequence where him and the mom and Grover get chased down by, I, I want to say, a minotaur? The minotaur, yeah. Uh, he busts out the pen sword just randomly, just like, nope. Yeah. And he he's welcomed into the school as a legend, very Harry Potter-esque of, like, this kid took down a Minotaur and lived, so he's kind of a big deal, guys. Um, to where I want to say, is it Clarissa that sh- that basically calls him out and says bullshit? Yeah, Clarice, Clarissa Larue. She's the daughter of Ares, the God of War. Yeah, the the daughter of Edge, essentially. Yeah. Um, There's a there was a video that came out uh, in the during the red carpet of for the show, and they're interviewing him. They're interviewing uh, Adam Copeland. And it's like, uh, hey, have you met uh, like the girl that plays Clarice? Like she's she's around here. Like she plays your daughter. And he's like, no, I haven't met her. Like, where is she? Where's my daughter? And then like she she's like around there, and she's like, dad, and like jumps to him. And it's like Whoa. it's a super it's a super cute moment. Like it's uh it's weirdly very like uh, look, I love Edge. Yeah, I I I like I, like uh, he was my go to uh, guy when I was pl- when I was playing WWE. SmackDown versus Raw featuring ECW 2006, okay? So, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I had that game, okay? And uh, so he was my guy, you know? So the fact that now he gets to play the God of War, and he's weirdly really good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, really, really surprised me. Uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, uh, we meet... Uh, so we meet uh, Percy, played by Walker Scoble, who we all know from the Adam Project, where he played a young Ryan Gosling. Right. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, you're oh, like, absolutely very right. different. Very different Ryan. Yeah, very different Ryan. Yeah, so he played a young Ryan Reynolds, and I think that's the performance where we all went like, "Yep, yeah, that's our Percy. That's 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 the one." Uh, Ariane Samadri plays uh, Grover. He was in the uh, in the Chipper by the Dozen remake. He was one of the kids. That that, that that's where I know him. Uh, it's not a great movie, but I thought he was fine in that movie. And uh, Leah Saba Jeffries plays uh, Annabeth. Uh, Chase, she I had not seen uh, anything before, but apparently she's been in a couple movies, and she's been in she was in uh, in a show called Empire. So uh, 
So, you know, she's got the chops. And a really interesting thing that happened is that when Rick came in into the show, he said, like, we're going to cast based just on acting. We're not going to care what they look like. Yeah. Um, so when we saw Leah Saba Jeffries as Annabeth, we had a collective like, wait, wait, wait till we see her. Because if yeah. she impressed Rick, she must have something. Yeah. And, you know, when you read a book, you imagine a character by the way that they describe, and then in your own head, they look like a certain way. Uh, I always pictured Annabeth in my in my head. I always imagined her with like a with like a southern drawl, yeah, like a southern accent for some reason because she's from Virginia. So and she's always had this thing where like people just don't take her seriously, like they admire her because she's a great fighter and she's very smart, but they don't take her seriously. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing in the book was like, oh, like she looks like a dumb blonde. She looks like a Southern California like blonde girl um very beautiful but they, would, but they would be like but what what can she do and then she would blow everyone's minds with like her fighting style yeah uh so here comes leah sama jeffries not probably pictured as annabeth but then we see her doesn't have the southern draw like like i imagine but that's my that's my fan casting yeah and she somehow kind of nails it like she uh she's good as annabeth mm-hmm. uh she does carry that uh savvy that uh that, that knowledgeable that like those she has a couple of really good moments like i love the moment where she pushes person to the water like uh almost like testing a theory like she, like she almost knows that it's poseidon yeah and she goes like wait just like pushes him um it's good uh the next season is gonna be what makes or breaks her as annabeth honestly uh because uh her and percy are gonna be pretty much alone in the second book and we're gonna see them like clash a lot and we need to see them yeah so i was saying in the next book uh her and percy are gonna be clashing a lot um so and it's gonna it, make like, or break the friendship like why are what's they- up well a big thing is that their parents hate each other like poseidon and athena are like mortal enemies you mean their dead uh, mother and father hate each other so they're gonna fight each other for them um so here's the thing Athena is like, is like, hey, hey, Annabeth, don't like, like, he's a fuck. Like Poseidon is an idiot because like I was promised all these things and then they gave it to Poseidon and like and like they hate me, so you must hate him. And Annabeth is like, mom, are you talking to me? And uh, oh my god, yeah. And a lot of it is that, and like Annabeth comes off as like she has all these preconceived notions and Percy kind of challenges them because he's coming in as like, look, our parents kind of suck. Like, they're yeah, doing all these horrible say. things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, look, here's here's why I like Percy more than I like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this directly. Uh-huh. Like, Harry knows how the, gov- how the Ministry of Magic works and how horrible it was to them and he still joined it by the end. And Percy, when he gets a shot to speak to Mount Olympus and all of the gods look at him and be like, wow, boy, you did great. Don't you want to be a god? He was like, you should be better parents. <laughs> Backs it out and, like, and, like, and goes back. Uh, that's why I like Percy, yes, man. He literally goes like, y'all should be better parents. Checks it out, motherfuckers. <laughs> 
You uh, think I'm lying. It's in the fifth book. No, I don't think you're lying. I, <laughs> I think that's ballsy. I, he, yeah. almost, he borderline calls out Zeus in this one. Zeus almost kills him. Yeah, I want to talk about that scene, but um, only you know what grace of his father. You know what? Fuck it. I'll, let's let, let's let's jump into that. I, I don't care that, that it's the ending. When we get to see Percy get to Mount Olympus, first of all, I like how it looks. I hate that it's empty. Um, there's like a weird, quiet solemnness in there, and then we get to see this moment where he like walks up these stairs and sees all of these chairs and sees Lance Reddick in his final role. Uh, sitting there in this badass suit, and there's something weirdly very scary about this about how quiet it is. There and even the moment that he like stands up like kind of rapidly, almost like a snake. It's all it's. I miss him so much, man. There's a there's a saying. I can't place the word. Don't be don't be scared of the dog that barks. Be scared of the one that's quiet. Something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Which, there's something very scary about Zeus and the way that he's portrayed in this. Well, it's like he doesn't, like, I'm Zeus. I don't need to yell. I don't need to scream. You know who I am. Yeah. Now and walk away. Yeah, because that moment when he gives him the bolt and tells him, like, hey, Kronos is back. And he, like, very, like, calmly just j- just tells him, like, like the the information and the fact that you gave me the bolt is why I'm letting you go like alive. Like do not question. like do not tempt me, do not question me, do not test me. And person goes like but and he goes, boy, like when he says boy, and you hear lighting like strike in the background. Yeah. He has such a voice and he had such a presence. Man, I hate that we're not gonna see him again. Like it's, man. Did he come back in the in the in the following books? I'm assuming so. Not in the not until he, he's Zeus is not gonna show up until like the last book again. So I'm, I'm assuming this will probably be a recast. Unfortunately, most most definitely it's gonna be a recast. Yeah, which kind of sucks uh, because oh god, Reddick for like the two three minutes that he's on screen, he's electrifying. Like. But I'm yeah, I know. <laughs> Which, by the way, speaking of that scene, the guy who plays uh, Poseidon, uh, did he have a familiar feel to you, uh, Mister Mister Toby Stevens? He he reminded me of Sean Bean. I'll say that. So uh, the actor Toby Steven, he is the son of Maggie Smith, who is uh, uh, Professor. Um, yeah, just he's the son of Professor McGonagall. Oh, so that's not the only thing they stole from Harry Potter. Ha! Sure. No, no I, I, I made jokes. I did a video review, and I made some jokes about how it's like... So we have this teenage boy who is the chosen one who gets with his two friends, who the, the female friend is obviously more qualified than him uh, to do everything, um, and they must find the MacGuffin. I made that joke because it's like Hermione... Annabeth, um, yeah. uh, what's her name? Uh, General Leia, right? General yeah. Leia, right? Yeah. Okay, General Leia. Congratulations, you discovered the hero of a thousand faces and the hero's journey. Yeah. Hey. But see, and I want to make this point. This is a compliment. This is one hundred percent a compliment. 
Yeah. It's not, it's fine. It's a story we've seen a million times. It's not always about the structure of the story. It's also the execution. And what I love, my biggest thing, the thing that get driving me back, the thing that made this not a chore but a joy to watch, was the reimagining of these old of this old Greek pantheon of this old mythology. It made sense again that Ares looked like fucking Edge, Medusa being a Southern Belle, the 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 steampunk, like the the look of the show just looked so amazing. It overrid any kind of preconceived notion that we have of oh yeah this is a, a an age old story about coming of age and the big journey the execution matters and now that i've seen this show i can at least say this much i never understood what was wrong or why like the percy jackson hardcores really disliked the original film after watching this yeah y'all got robbed <laughs> I'm fucking robbed. Yeah, we did. And that's because my sister really liked that first movie. She watched it so many times on a DVD that it burned out. Jesus. <laughs> she because I remember because she would play in the background while she was doing other stuff. She really liked it. Uh yeah. but it fucked up the DVD. That's how much she watched it. So yeah, after after rewatching and knowing everything, yeah, y'all got robbed. Like fuck. Yeah. Y'all did not yeah. deserve that I film. Thought... Look, almost to the look. Here's how hungry for for they getting it right we were. The second that person walks into camp and everyone is wearing the orange t-shirts, we were like, God damn it. It's nothing, but it's everything at the same time. But like, imagine it, imagine if you had read Harry Potter and then they walk into the school and everyone is wearing normal clothes. No, you want to see the cloaks, man. You want to yeah. see like everyone wearing like their badge. You want to see the colors. And then everyone, the whole camp is supposed to wear the orange shirt. It's like the thing that unites everyone. Plus, it's so unique looking. Like, what other place were orange shirts? It's nothing, but it's everything at the same time. Hell, even the uh, even the uh, the necklaces that they're wearing, they didn't explain it in the show. But uh, everyone is supposed to. Everyone when, when they arrive to camp. You're giving your orange shirt, and you're given like a little neck, like uh, like a little leather uh, band. And when you're a first, when it's your first year, it's empty. And then at the end of the sum of the summer, like like at the end of the cycle, everyone in the camp gets one bead, and the bead is the color, or is like, or it has like a little drawing of the most important thing that happened during that course. Uh-huh. So everyone has different amounts of beads, and everyone's beads are different because it's like, uh, oh, like you were here in 2010. You had like the blue bead, which is like represents up something like yeah. it's supposed to be like different. So it's cool to see because every year they would describe it like as, as like oh like it's our fourth time here. We all have our four our four beads. Some people have five. Some people have seven. Some people have two. It depends on like you know how much time you. It's something that like identified everyone, and you'll be able to see like oh he's new. Oh like she's been here for a while. Yeah. You know? And it, and it was cool to see, and it, it was cool to see. Uh, man, I love these two characters. I love uh, Mr. D and uh, and uh, and Chiron. Memento. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. Jason Mantukas. When 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 he was cast as Mr. D, I was like, oh my god, he's perfect. He is absolutely perfect because he's actually Greek, first of all, <laughs> and second. <laughs> Yeah, and also like uh just Mr. D is such like an asshole. Uh he's really funny. He has like he hates being there. Uh so it's pretty fun 
when I saw him with like the sunglasses and the Hawaiian shirt and the Diet Coke, I was like, yeah, it works. That, if it's that's exactly how it should how it should be. Um, yeah, so I want to jump just really fast on like the casting. First of all, the the main the the, the main trio Walker, Leah, and Ariane, y'all are great. Good Dude. job. Yeah, they were good. Uh, Virginia Cole as uh, Sally Jackson. She was pitch perfect. Uh, Sally Jackson is the most badass character. <laughs> like, she really is a character that is su such a strong presence, very comforting, but also very smart and could take it, could take it as much as she could dish it. Uh, like, she raised Percy and they their relationship is beautiful. And Virginia Cole, I had never seen her before. Uh, she she's perfect. She's perfect as as Percy's mom. Also, like this is really random, but like in the book, like when Percy gets to talk to Poseidon, he asks him, like, "Hey, like, why my mom? You know, like why?" And he tells him directly, like, "Your mother is a goddess among humans." Oh. Which is like, you have to find an actress that fits that. <laughs> and she's perfect. That's, that's all I'm going to say. She is absolutely perfect. Um, but what yeah, you, uh, a lot of the praise has been heaped on the casting choices. So, like, you're not wrong. Everything that you're saying is, is spot on. Yeah. Uh, Megan Mullally plays uh, Mrs. Dodds, the teacher, and also Electo, who is the uh, one of the Furies. Mm -hmm. She's also, like, uh, she was in uh, Parks and Recreation as uh, Ron's ex ex-wife. Mm -hmm. She was bitching that. Uh, she was bitching this. Great. Great choice. Uh, Dior Gujan as Clarice LaRouche. She was good. Also, Charlie Bushnell as Luke Castellian. Luke is a very important character who needs to be constantly showing up. Mm -hmm. I like how they portrayed this Luke because they wanted the books... Like, he shows up and he's like, hey, I'm Luke. And he's like, you are going to betray them. Like, the second he shows up, you're like, you are the bad guy. Um, no, no, it's, it's it's not a bad thing. It's just that actor just can only play assholes. It's kind of in his contract. So, Wait, who uh, else he played? Uh, he was in Supernatural. He was an asshole in that. He was the guy in... Uh, he was the husband at the beginning of, uh, of a Malignant who beats the wife into submission. Um, wait, are you talking about Percy's stepdad? No, 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 no. Uh, Luke, Luke Cillian. He was the abusive husband in the original one, like in the in the movie. No, 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 no. You mean Luke, as in the the one that betrays Percy, right? No. Okay. No. Let's let's go back. Okay. I'm talking about the character Luke, the guy for the guy in the camp. The one who's like his yeah, friend. Oh, first I think he meant an actor. I was like, wait a second, what? No, 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 no. The guy who played Luke in the in the movies, in the original movies. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. Like, when he shows up in the movie, you're like, that is the bad guy, like immediately. Yeah. And in this one, he shows up and he's like, he's trying to be nice to Percy. He's trying to be like, yeah, I honestly would have liked more scenes between them in the before because you're supposed to feel really shocked when he betrays them. And in this one, it's like, you almost kind of see it coming, almost. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I, but he's good. The the actor's good. Do you think that that was done on purpose to try and get try and mislead people of like, no, like he's not gonna he's not gonna betray them. Look how little screen time he has. 
Yeah, I think so. It's only, it was I think it, a red herring. Yeah, it's just that you have four episodes of like these episodes should have been like an hour long, or there should have been more episodes. I think they needed more time. Well, they already renewed it for season two. Apparently, it did solid numbers. So yeah. maybe with season two, like they'll up the budget and they'll have a little more time, and you know they can do more stuff. I, That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, the effects were. I'll say, I'll, look, Disney can be bastards. They are bastards. Let's be honest. When it comes to their VFX contracts uh, with, um, yeah, with studios. It looked great, and I think there were a lot of practical effects. Like the CGI was very obvious in like Hades, obviously, or when the not Hades, the underworld, or when uh, they were in Olympus. The, the CGI was kind of obvious. Yeah, I mean, like, how the fuck are you gonna practically set you know Olympus? Yeah, from what I understand, they use the same uh, set that they use for Mandalorian, which is like that. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of this, but like the room that moves. Yeah, so that they use literally that same room because it's Disney, so they 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 can use it. Yeah. Um and you they use the same technology. I am weirdly like not for it. I would have liked like uh, a little bit more practicality. Like the, the camp was practical. Like you could tell like a lot of the things in camp in the camp were practical. Yeah. Um but everything else kind of felt a little gray, a little dark. Uh here's here's this something weird. In my last week, so I took last week off for anyone that didn't that care enough to notice. Mm-hmm. So I I took last week off because I was just I needed a I needed a, a week off. I was just not feeling great, and I spent a lot of that time just in my fields at work. If I wasn't at work, I was in my fields, and when I wasn't in my fields or at work, I was playing Persona Three Reload, which just came out. And in the middle of that, I found a little time to rewatch. The first and second Sonic movie. Now you may be thinking, why did you do that? And I was like, I don't know. I kind of got excited about the third one because the teaser trailer came out, and I'm kind of I'm weirdly excited because they're adapting Sonic Adventure 2, and that's like my favorite, one of my favorite games. Mm-hmm. Um also because maybe, maybe Hayden Christian is gonna be the voice of Shadow, and I'm weirdly excited about that. Well, Jim Fury uh, is coming out of uh is coming out of a uh, retirement for one more round. Yeah, weirdly enough, Jim Carrey loves playing Dr. Eggman. Um, anyway, yeah, I saw those two. And you know what? The effects in those movies are incredible. Yeah. Oh. Like, not like not just in Sonic and Knuckles and Tails, on, like, the backgrounds and the robots and, like, especially the second one. The first one, I think it's a bad movie. But, like, the second one, I think it's really, really good. Uh, the effects on these two movies are fantastic. And I don't know what kind of black magic they pulled to make it work. I can tell you the black magic that they pulled. I'll fucking I'll I'll, I'll release this the science to everyone. So folks, I am yeah. not a VFX artist. This is a quote from a VFX artist. He said, and I'm quoting him here: chances are if you watch a film and the VFX look bad or the monsters look ugly. I can guarantee you it's because that those were orders from the producing company, from executives, or from the director. They made us change things. On the rare occasion where you let them cook, where you let the VFX artists do their thing and do not interfere, you just give them direction like, hey, I need this, this, and this, and you just back the fuck off and you trust them, you get things like Blade Runner 4099. You get things like Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Like... Is it is 4099 or 2099? 2049. 2049, that one. Fucking so 
and he said like there are numerous like avatar right cameron was very involved but a lot of the time he was also like y'all understand my vision you guys make it happen those were his words exactly if you back the fuck off and just let the artists do their thing chances are it will look amazing he had some examples of monsters from movies and he's like this sucks this was the original version that we wanted to do but they didn't let us and this looks a million times better i can't remember the examples that he had this was a while back same thing which, with is, Dun- I- which is ironic because like remember the original sonic design <laughs> Well, that's because that was studio interference. They were like, he has to have human teeth. Uh, tests well. Kids like it when they look like people. And the, the VFX artists were like, no, we have a great design. Just do, we can make the live action version of the actual fucking character. Let us do that. And the execs were like, no, human teeth. Make it look as human as possible. And it went bad. So we bullied an entire film studio into being like, you know what? Fine. Y'all cook, we'll stop. And look what happened. When you back the fuck off and let the artists do what they do best, it looks great. This show looked really good. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but hey, man, this kicks the shit out of almost any Netflix like movie with CGI. Yeah, it's not even close. Except for, except for One Piece. One Piece, I think, look still. That's looks true. Really One Piece is the exception. You're right. You're right. Yeah, like weirdly enough, One Piece is going to be the exception to a lot of things. <laughs> Um. Yeah. By the way, by the way, did you hear the thing about what Netflix is doing with One Piece? No. So Netflix decided that One Piece is now their big money maker. And, and after the live action came out so well, and a lot of people are using Netflix to watch One Piece because the anime is also on Netflix. Uh huh. Um. They decided, you know what? The original anime, a lot of people are rediscovering it. A lot of people love it because it's weird. It's really good. It also came out in 1998. Maybe we could do something about that. So Netflix is remaking One Piece, the anime, with uh, Studio uh, Whip uh, doing the animation for it. And they're gonna, and they told the studio, we're gonna do it, we're gonna do it again. We're gonna give you all of Netflix's budget to pretty much do your vision, and you can release it whenever you want. I don't think I want that. Here's the thing uh-huh. nothing is gonna change. They're not gonna change the story. The story's already done. They're just gonna redo, and in the, in the same way that when they redid. Full Metal Alchemist that redid as Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. This is not new. Like this has happened. They they just redid Shaman King. Um, you well, know, at what point are they going to stop? Because they're still doing One Piece. I know. So like, are they going to? I have no idea. It'll be done in twenty fifty. I have no idea. I have no idea. I just know that I'm about to watch the Arlong Park arc for like the sitting like my six different medium. And I am so excited. All right, fine, Netflix. Fuck it. I was going to, you know, I'm actually, okay, yeah, fine. I'll take that. I was worried you were going to tell me that they just got the rights to do a live action DBZ show. No, they're not going to do it. No yeah. one's going to do it. Don't fucking don't. Donayama is never going to allow another, another live action. Good, good. Because they yeah. fucked it up the first time. 
Yeah, and they're not going to do it, like, straight up. And from what I heard, the people who did the Netflix One Piece, they're going to do season two, but they also just got the rights to make a live-action Spy Family. And interesting. here's the thing. Spy, Spy Family is, like, the only anime that I would be, like, I would tell my parents, like, hey, you should watch this. It's good. Like, it's, like, the one anime where I'm, like, this is okay for, like, everyone to watch like it really is the anime for everyone the only thing i'd be worried about though is can the little girl like would they find an actress that can play her i think that's kind of impossible yeah, yeah. uh no actually anya is like does she play a cute kid play. or does she play a pivotal like an acting role uh i don't wait what does she play a pivotal role in the story or is she just a character that's meant to be cute like you you know nothing about spy family right I don't. I all I know is that apparently he's an assassin, she's an assassin, and apparently they're having a fake family and they end up falling in real love. That's all I know. Uh, not yet. Uh, yeah. It's still going. It's a, it's the slowest of burns. Uh, no. So he's a spy, and he gets told like, "Hey, uh, there's this politician, and we need you to like intercept him and like you know, pretty yeah. much like." remove him in like the kindest of words they're like we need him like removed yeah. but the only but we need to get information out of him so here's the thing he has a son and his son goes to this really fancy preppy school mm -hmm. like so you're gonna pretend that you're a dad and you have a kid and you're gonna take that kid into the school and you're gonna become like you're gonna make your kid be friends with that other kid and you're gonna become friends with the dad like that and that's how you do it and the spy is like that is so ridiculous. I, I'm sure there's an easiest way. There's an easier way to do it, but who am I to question my employers? So he literally goes to. So he's a spy, master of disguise, and then he goes to like this orphanage, and they tell him like, "Well, there's this girl. Nobody likes her. No, nobody wants her." Jesus Christ! Okay, and this girl, she can read minds. Okay, so she can read minds, and he's like, "Damn." She's really smart. I was just thinking of something and she said it. And she's like, and she's like, oh my God, he's a spy. He's a spy. This is so cool. So he adopts her. And then he's like, he's, he's like, damn it. I need a fake wife because people are not going to believe me if I just have like a daughter. Uh, so he meets this woman at a dry cleaners and she's like, and she's like, oh no, I'm 27 and I'm not married. And people at my work are going to think that I'm a spinster or worse, that I'm an assassin, which I am. And then, so she, so they meet, they talk, and he goes, "I need a fake wife," and she's like, "I need a fake husband." So this is mutually beneficial for both of them, and so they move in together. And the the kid is like, "Oh my god, I have a dad, I have a spy for a dad, and an assassin for a mom. My life is awesome." And now uh, nobody knows what the others can do. So and it's just an every their everyday life. It is wonderful. It is one of the best ideas ever. All right, fuck it. I'm in. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Oh, oh and then and then they get a dog that can see the future. Yeah, too far. Too far. What do you mean too far? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am in. What do you mean too far? Dude, Spy Family is like one of the greatest ideas ever because it's a formula that just keeps going and it keeps giving. It's exactly. great because oh, because because none of them know their other thing except for the daughter. She's the only one that knows. 
but and she doesn't tell them that she knows because she just thinks like, oh no, if I tell them, they're gonna they're gonna give me back to them. Or for Jesus, that's dark. Okay. Like the show is dark but weirdly very funny. It's 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 amazing. Like for example, like the mom, she's super strong. She's an assassin. Yeah, but. She'll be like, like she's playing tennis, and she'll like hit the ball and just like throw it to like another galaxy, and then they'll just see her do that, and the dad will just be like, "Man, she must work out." Like, <laughs> like it doesn't cross his mind the fact that she can be. Honest. It's so fun, man. Watch, watch my family, man. It's it's, it's so good. That might be next on my list. I got so much shit to watch, though. Fuck, dude, watch it, dude, watch it with Nikki. You would love, you, you would both love it. I'll see if she's willing to give it a chance. If not, I'll watch it by myself. And it's on Hulu, and it's dubbed, so like it's not. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's not yeah, dude, like, one piece long. Or how long is the season? It's only two seasons, and okay. it's like that's doable. What like twelve episodes? I think season. Fuck, that is doable. Okay, all right, I'm in. Yeah, check it out, dude. I I can guarantee you, you're gonna like it. Like it's so. It does have like its action moments and it does have its fun moments. It's super wholesome. It's super funny. And I can't believe we're talking about Spy Family instead of Percy Jackson. So this <laughs> is weird little tangent. But yeah. Um yeah, we're talking about the effects in this and the effects in Sonic. And uh I'm okay with the effects in this. There are a few things that I didn't love that I just think that it looks like another Disney Plus show, and I wanted it to look more unique. Yeah. Uh except for the cap, which I think the Cap looks like the cap looks exactly how I pictured it in my mind when yeah. I was reading the books. Like that is exactly how I pictured it. Although I wish there were a few more things that make the camp unique. Like there's a moment in the books where Percy asks Chiron, Percy asks uh, Chiron, like, uh, "Hey, how do you sustain this camp? Like this can't be cheap. Like you're having like lodging and like water and like you know food and like." This, how do you do this? And 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 Chiron is just like, Oh, you see those strawberries over there? It's like, Yeah, we have a yeah, there's a ton of fields of strawberries. It's like, Oh, yeah, we just sell those, <laughs> like, like okay. we just literally just live off the land. So, like, when they leave the camp, their shirts instead of looking like uh, like camp shirts, they look like uh, like uh, I don't know, like strawberry works, strawberries. You know, it's it's like it's like a logo, it's like an actual logo, like uh. <laughs> Like they have like an actual logo for like strawberry strawberry fields or farms or something, Jesus. and they're, they're, and they're like a, they're like a mon like a like a store. Um, it's like yeah, we just we we raise them and then we sell them and everyone loves the strawberries, so we just leave off that. And it's like all right, um, uh, can humans come in? It's like no, 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 humans cannot come in. It's like not even by accident. It's like well, there was this one guy. <laughs> like what do you mean this one guy? It's like ah, this this guy was delivering a pizza. He got lost. He came into camp I was like <laughs> what happened to him I was like I don't know like doesn't matter like Minotaur poor Minotaur like 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 uh the Minotaur ate well that day well, what do you want me to say <laughs> like every once in a while they just drop random lore on the camp and like the people around there or like they'll drop like something random and that's what you mentioned like the way that they modernize these stories that are timeless but they make them feel modern like uh they didn't do this with uh, with Poseidon, but Poseidon is described in the book as like being this guy, a little big, kind of got a muffin top. He's wearing like Hawaiian shirts, <laughs> uh, like a really short khaki shorts. Uh, they made him look, you know, a little bit more dad normal in this, but yeah. still, 
Still like that. Uh, and every once in a while, you'll see, like, uh, there's a moment in the fourth book. They're in this uh, labyrinth, and they meet uh, the chimera. Uh, or the chimera? The one that gives them, like, the... Uh, that story from the Greek myth uh, gives him, like, a like a puzzle, like a not a puzzle, but like a like a riddle, and okay. it's that famous that famous riddle of like what uh what what walks with four legs in the morning, two legs in the in the afternoon, and three legs at dawn. You know, like you know, you know that one, right? Yeah. Man, I don't know the yeah. app, but yeah. Yeah, well, it's like a very famous. It's like a chimera. The, he the chimera gives him like that that riddle. Uh, when the chimera shows up in the books, it's like a game show. <laughs> inside of the uh the labyrinth? inside of like the labyrinth and the chimera is like welcome to like the chimera show it's like and they, they have like he has like a whole setup with like buzzers and everything and, and, Anna, and annabeth is like i know the answer and it's like well we're not doing that question anymore and she's like but i know the answer like i read the book like i know what's gonna happen and, yeah. yeah pretty much i'm not uh, i'm not taking a shot i know i know i know uh i know because uh you know hermione wishes and um what son what son show some respect all right show some respect show, show some, some respect, respect to my wife's girl to, 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 show some to respect the to the daughter of athena show some respect, show some respect. she held the fucking son in her back okay hold on, hold on, hold on. the 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 daughter of athena who was meant for greatness Muggle-born witch who got there through hard work. I know which one I'm a back. Her fucking Annabeth was raised in the house in 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 a in a fucking suburb. In oh God, daughter of dentists. I know which one I'm backing here. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, so, anyway, fucking so so Percy Jackson. I gotta assume you were happy with this. Mostly, you were happy. I was I was mostly happy. There were a lot of scenes that filled me up with a lot of joy. Um, like I can't believe they did uh, the um, the dog from hell, the one with the three oh, heads. Cerberus. Yeah, they did Cerberus, and he's a uh, oh, what's up? It's it's a Rottweiler, and he was so cute. Oh, he's uh, scratched. I love I love I love Cerberus in this. Like I love how they did him. Uh, I love Rottweilers, so I, I I thought to me that was one of the best looking effects. Like you really believe that was a huge dog, yeah. Um, so I thought that was good. Um, kind of wish yeah, you know it would have been a cool design if they had made him with three different heads or three different dogs, but that's just me. I, I think that's how that, that's how it is in the books. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's a lot of that, and um. No characters were missing. All the characters that showed up in the book also showed up here. Uh, I like that. Uh, we had a little, uh, we had a couple of shout outs to what could happen in the future. There was one that I was waiting for. That I was like, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. They kind of did it. I don't like how they did it. Mm -hmm. um, basically, there are these two characters that are going to show up in the third book, but they technically already showed up. Mm -hmm. And they did show up, but I didn't like how they did it. I think it was a little too. I feel like they did when they explained, like, yeah, they did show up. Look, they're here, and I was like, eh, that's kind of weak sauce. But okay, mm -hmm. uh, it's in the casino scene. But um, 
Eh, it's great. Um, I will say this. Something that I was fearful, because a big thing in the books is that Health Plus cannot use technology. They cannot use phones. They cannot use tablets. They cannot use uh, things like that. Because it, they're not kind of fit to use those. They're mechanical. They're very, like, they, they have to use their hands. That All, all of the Health Bloods have dyslexia and ADHD. They have ADHD because they have to be ready to fight at, at any moment, and they have dyslexia because their minds are not they're, they're not engineered to read English. They're engineered to read Greek. Mm-hmm. So all of them are ADHD and, and, and dyslexic. Uh, I like that there were no phones in the show because I it Sounds keeps like it right. there weren't. There was only one, and it was uh, Ares when he's in the diner and he's starting Twitter wars. Yeah. It's not gonna lie, that that felt like a joke that Rick would write in the book. Like that felt like a Rick joke. <laughs> like that felt very much like uh like uh yeah, I'm gonna tell I'm I'm, I'm making the I'm starting like shit on Twitter just, just because I love starting shit. Like that felt very, very Rick. Um yeah. what do you think about, about Adam Copeland as a, as a series? I oh, I know you're gonna see him. I know you see him, you see Edge, so yeah. I see. Okay, so growing up, Heel Edge was my jam. He was the arch enemy of John Cena, and they traded the title. They fought each other for about six months. I remember his rivalry with The Undertaker lasted about a year and a half. Also, he fucked him over for the world title, and then it ended with Taker throwing him into hell, throwing him into Hades uh, 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 (laughs) uh, at the end of a Hell in a Cell match, which funny enough, you know, Hell in a Cell. I loved it. I loved seeing Edge. I think he's trying to transition a little more into acting. He was also in uh, Utopia. What's what's that show called? In, uh, yeah. Sci-fi. Yeah. He was in Vikings, too. Yeah. So, I mean, he's transitioning a little more into acting. Um, he has a great look. I think he plays a great bad guy. Uh, it's funny. Him in this show completely fit i'm like that's edge like that's that's the character of edge that's the character of adam copeland the man himself is a from what i'm told a sweetheart uh yeah but i've heard that too but he plays an incredible bad guy so i loved him in this show and i hope hope that maybe down the line there's uh, roles for other wrestlers because the thing is to be a wrestler you got to do it live none of this hey can i take a few takes no 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 motherfucker we do it live you need to get it right on the first time or we don't get it at all so i think it's easier for wrestlers to transition from wrestling into acting you see the rock you see batista you see john cena now edge i think this was great for him and i can't wait to see more of him in the future and i hope maybe they integrate more wrestlers into their shows sasha banks or mercedes monet now was in the mandalorian so let's see maybe there's more wrestlers that are gonna have parts in disney shows we'll see yeah because right now we have like those, we have like three rather big wrestlers turned into actors. We have the one that realized that he was better funny than serious with John Cena. Yeah. We have the one that's weirdly becoming a very, very good dramatic actor in Batista. And we have the bad one in The Rock. So there is. <laughs> you am I wrong? You am I wrong? Never let it go. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Can you, can you, do you want to tell me like he's amazing performance in what do you want to tell me that one and you can't say remember the titans that fucking doesn't count you're good on gang he was not in remember the titans he was in gridiron gang he was he wasn't remember the titans yeah how do you want to bet are you sure 100 
100%. He was not a why, why do I think that he did? You're thinking of Gridiron Gang. Oh, okay. Never mind. I think he was good in Gridiron Gang. I liked him there. Look, uh, the Rock knows what works for him. Seven bucks. Seven bucks production. Seven, seven, seven bucks is what Black Adam did at the box office. I mean, it did like what? Two, <laughs> 300 million? So, I mean, there's that. Any fucking way. <laughs> We're not going to stand here and defend the Rock. He's heel right now. He tried to take the world title match from Cody Rhodes, goddammit. Oh. That that was fucking disgusting. Look, right. but I the was fans look, turned. The fans turned. That was fucking disrespectful. It was disgusting. You don't you don't get you. Did you see the videos? Did you see the videos of like all the kids that Cody Rhodes took to the match so that they could see him? And now he's not gonna be in the fucking match. Did you see no, that? Now he is. Now he is. Now he's gonna be in the main event. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking gross. I hate the rock. I hate the rock. Anyway, uh, anyway, back to this. Back to this. Uh, I think I think they could do something very interesting. Like for example, in the next couple of books, uh, Aphrodite shows up, and she's uh, she's the goddess of beauty and love. And something really interesting is that she looks different to every depending on who she's with. Mm -hmm. So people will see her as like as like what they think the most attractive someone can look so when she shows up in front of so, so what they can do is they can use different actresses to portray her which i think would be amazing because it's like oh she doesn't look like just one thing she'll look like whatever she'll show up as she'll, she'll um, look like at everyone at one time she could look like anyone yeah the the, the depends on who is who's interacting with her um it's pretty fun and that's also what leads us to my favorite slow burn in the history of literature. And that is, uh, I like that they didn't push for Percy and Annabeth to look like anything more than friends at the moment, mm. because in the books, they have one of the most amazing relationships in fiction, in my opinion, mm. but I'm glad that their show took its time and they're like, they need to be friends first. And then they need to evolve. And I like how they clash in this. I like how they, there are moments where they even, you know, fight. Like there's a moment where Percy mentions that, uh, oh, the Oracle told me that I would be betrayed by someone who talked, who called a friend. So I asked someone that I would never call friend to come with me. And mm -hmm. like Annabeth, yeah. And like Annabeth almost feels hurt in that moment. Yeah. But they need to have those moments so that then, you know, the tension rise. Because when Percy meets, because there's a moment where Percy gets lost. And uh, uh, Aphrodite pulls him into a limo. And he sees her and he goes like, Annabeth, you're alive. And she goes like, I'm not Annabeth. I'm Aphrodite. What the fuck? Oh, shit. And, and then he goes like, I have to rethink some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I have to go home and think about some stuff. Um, so, yeah. So I like how they took their time with that. But I also like how they had like a couple of moments. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so I'm glad that that happened. Um, Anything else? Yeah. Any other final thoughts you got on this one? I don't know how this is going to go with people who are not fans of the books. I do think they were made for people who are fans of the books, but even people who are fans of the books are finding things to complain about. So I don't oh, know. I, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I From what I can see online, a lot of people like it. It's 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 been a well-received show for what I can tell. Yeah, um, we're going to see if it has legs. That's what I'm worried about. Uh, I'm worried that it's going to like have a strong start, but I need people to keep 
keep either keep discovering it or keep rewatching it. Yeah. Uh, I did see that when the last episode came out, there was a little documentary that was released about the making of. I haven't seen it yet, but I am going to plan. Uh, I, I am planning on seeing it very soon because I do. Li- I do want to see like the behind the scenes, and I do want to see everything that comes out. Maybe it's my old age, but I'm really liking documentaries about how they made stuff. So, uh, like, did, did you see the the Last of Us Part Two documentary that came out in the I, in YouTube? No. Yeah, like Naughty Dog released like this two hour long documentary about how they made Last of Us, and they they talk about everything about the backlash. They talk about the crunch time. They talk about everything. It is fantastic. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, I love the show. I think, uh, but obviously, I was gonna love the show. It was made for me. Um, <laughs> like I liked it. I had a lot of fun with it. I, I think it's gonna have legs, and I hope season, when season two comes out, um, it really uh, it makes it explode because I think uh, I think it really has the potential. Um, but also, it's not perfect. I, I I can't sit here and be like it's perfect. Uh, I wish I wish I could say that. Uh, but we'll see. You know, it's season two has been confirmed. We're gonna give it its time. Uh, they have to do it now because these kids are gonna grow up fast. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I give it a strong 8.9 out of 10. It's a B for me, so we're about in the same realm. Good show. Uh, as a non fan, I still liked it, which I think is a good sign. I think yeah. the average TV watcher, the average moviegoer, would enjoy the show. It is entertaining. It has an interesting story. It has good plot points. Is it the most original story in the world? No, but the execution is where it's great. It looks fantastic. The story, again, not original, but it just looks awesome. And the interactions with the characters, the execution, good. Yeah, I think when they show us the Sea of Monsters, I think we're going to... I can't wait to see that. I can't wait to see the island of Cersei also, where, where Percy and Annabeth end up. There's, there's a really cool scene... In the book, where they're in this ship, and they know that there's going to be sirens in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and they know that they're going to sing and they're going to be like uh, they're going to control them, and uh, like because like Annabeth tells Percy like, "Hey, their sirens are going to come out. They're going to like control us. Like we're going to die." And mm-hmm. Percy's like, "I don't want to die." And she's like, "We're not going to die. It's relax. Like we're going to do something about it." Mm-hmm. And, but then she tells him like. I need you to like stay in and like you know use these ear covers. I need you to tie me to the ship. And I need you to not cover my ears. And then he goes like why? And she goes like because I need to experience it, but I don't want to die. Mm-hmm. And he goes like I'm not going to let you do that. And she goes like you're going to let me do that. And, she, and he goes like why you're going to die? And he's like I might die, but I will die for knowledge. And it's like yeah, that's that's Annabeth to a T. I can't wait to see that scene because that scene is intense. Intense as fuck. And also, you know, we're going to see new characters. We're going to see more of Clarice. We're going to see Tyson, uh, another character that's going to show up. We're going to see just more. And then little by little, we're going to start to see, hopefully they make a third or fourth and a fifth one. We're going to see a good, big, chunky saga, which is great. It's exactly what we should be seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I like that there were no references to the book, to, to the movies at all. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for not putting anything that was from the movies into this. Thank you, Rick. He even acknowledged, because the people were saying, like, oh, they should play uh, that Lady Gaga song when they're in the casino. I was like, you're a fucking idiot. You don't like that. You don't actually like that. That's bad. That It was just your fucking nostalgia that's making you say <laughs> that. And then Rick, 
had to go on record and be like, we're not going to acknowledge the movies. Forget the movies existed. They were bad. Damn. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Rick hates the movies. Like, he's very vocal. Like, he's like, I hate the movies. Those movies are terrible. They're not good for my... They were terrible. Uh, so, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, show, for not doing that. I will say, though, the only thing that I think the movie did better than the book... I mean, the movie did better than the, the show... I do like that the sword is uh, clickety instead of a cap. Yeah. I in, even in the even in the in the movie in the books, I thought like, why is it a cap? That's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's so much better if it's like a clickety. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, oh yeah. Broken clock, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, Great fucking show, folks. In case you can't tell, Chema really loved this show. Give it a yeah. watch. Support it. Let it let it help it grow to season two. Definitely, I can't wait to see season two. Um, but yeah. That should be everything. Uh, anything else you want to add? Mm, I, there's nothing I could add that would change what you've said. Like it's yeah. it's awesome because it's been awesome. Yeah, I I I, I agree. All right, so that should cover everything. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. My name is Chema. I've been Eddie. This was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to read, read books. They're great. They're good for you, mostly. Good for you, mostly. These are these are these definitely are. Like, look, look at this. It's 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 a well loved book. Look at that. It, it, yeah. Folks, you can't see it, but Chema is holding up a very very used book that's been well loved. We'll, we'll call it yeah. that. Yeah, that's that's a dragon. His name is Festus. He becomes an important character. You you kind of heard it out of the park when you said like, oh, this feels steampunk. This show is very steampunk. This story in is very steampunk yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that should be everything. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. <laughs> yeah.